live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up. Sometimes we do it live on Pride48.com, which we're doing right now. You know, I am so – I used to dread these live shows. It's like, ugh, another Fakakta live show. But now I am so excited. We're back from break. My batteries are recharged. I'm ready to do a live show. I'm totally prepared. Mike, are you prepared? <laughs> well, what's funny – um, I should, this is a little bit behind the curtain, but Joe can't hear if I play the intro music or not, um, just because of the setup. Um, it's easier to just stream it straight to the stream and then whatever. Um, so I just realized I must've like redone part of my iTunes or something. So like I went to play it right now and it was like, cannot locate file. So we just started straight in with the voices. So the answer to your question, no, I am not ready. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. but it's okay. We'll get back into it. So we'll just put the we'll put the the music in after. You know, that's a yeah. That's what what do they care if they hear the music? I don't. They're probably thanking God they don't hear that same fucking goddamn thing over and over again. Shut up. Um, no, okay, no, it's so, good. It's good. But they're like again, me saying sit on this crucifix and you saying hi, Joey, like a million times. You're such a dick. No, it's good. But it's let me good. Tell you, let me it's tell you good. all the reasons it's not good. No, it's, it's good. good. It's good. I'm just saying I'm sure they've heard it before. They've heard it. Yeah. It's good. I just really hate it. No. Okay, so I like it. We're talking about it. I like it. Go to hell. So what do we do on these? Um, corrections and updates? Updates first, right? and corrections. Um, if you're in the uh, chat room right now uh, i just want you to know that joe and i do the whole sh- the whole little mini episode uh we'll sign off briefly and then we will uh stay around for the rest of the hour and just kind of um talk and not record so uh, we interact s- with around. the chat room yeah so stick around uh but let's do this episode real quick in corrections and updates what do you got joe the only thing i have is i got a phone call from a very upset um ward mm-hmm my ward Jose was upset because I told a story about how he and I were appreciating the sunset. And in a moment of silence and bliss, he asked me what I would do if Godzilla was real. <laughs> uh huh. And he was upset that I did not mention he was high. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, please make sure and tell your listeners that I was high. Does that make it any better? No. But it shows you what kind of mentor I am. Yeah. That I'm actually sitting there with my high ward um, watching the sunset. Right. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. I got a Snapchat today from a listener, uh, Timmy Sims, who said, uh, what if Snowzilla was real? And I, I at first I was like, what is Snowzilla? 
What is but Snowzilla? I don't know what this is. I don't know. He, I think he just wanted to Snapchat a picture of snow. So he said, what if Snowzilla is real? Referring to the Godzilla story. I don't that's what I believe happened. Um, I have a quick update. Um, I told the story about Jahai McMath, who was in the Oakland Children's Hospital and about to be transferred, I said, by Wednesday, which is today. But she was actually moved on Monday. Um, so she's no longer in Oakland. She got transferred to some unknown facility where they say that like a feeding tube and all of this stuff is in her. And that's that. But there's also news that the body, her body's deteriorating, which is a word I can't say really well. But her body's kind of going to hell, so. That's really gross. Yeah. So that's my update. So, but here's the sad news. It's not so cool anymore. Your neighborhood is not so cool. The news vans are gone. <laughs> yep. All right. Now we do shout outs. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, you, you're the worst. How okay. about you start? You start. Oh, man. You're the, you know what? Here's the other thing, too. Is for some reason, I closed my iTunes window. But we did get a shout out. I mean, a review from I don't know how you would say this person's name, but it's Inezvi. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's you know Nicole. who Inezvi is? That's that's Nicole from Greetings from Nowhere. Oh, how did you? Oh, okay. Well, since we only had one review, I read the review. Okay. So I'm gonna pull it up right now. All right. I first heard Mike and Joe's show at Pride 48 in Las Vegas this year, and I just love their fun repartee. They are both great storytellers, and it is fun every week to catch up with them. Thanks, guys. Cool. All right, so Nicole, from, yay. From Twitter, we got that Peter G, Tom in Chicago, Zombie Girl TJ, and Brian Gregory tweeting at us. Um, and that's it. Uh, any other news? Uh, any other reviews? Any other shout outs? We got no emails, really. And we got no, no one ever calls us. I listen to the other podcasts and people are calling and they're emailing. No one ever wants to contact us. Thank you. You're welcome. So why don't we do, uh, the catching up with catching up contest? All right, let's do it. Okay. Um, how do we start? Do we you pick read, a name You read first? the rules. Yeah, we do pick a name first. Um, so catching up with catching up is a very easy contest. All you have to do is write an iTunes review. Once you write an iTunes review, your name is put into a bag. Joe has. He will pick one of the names from the bag. If your name is drawn, all you have to do is get in contact with us. You can email us or call us or tweet at us. We'll arrange it for a time to ca- uh, call you and talk with you, catch up with you off the air. And that's that. All right, I'm shaking the bag around, and once again, we're going to do this romper room thing where I tell you what names I see. Like, for instance, I see, oh, oh, SF Pete, I see. I see Timmy Sims. I see Jay in Denver. Um, Killing Me Smalls, I see. So now, I, Mike, I am opening the bag. My fingers are rifling through... The uniform pieces of index card. On one side of each piece is a number, and on the other side is a name. I will first read the number. That is the number in the the order. What is it? The the number the it's the number they are in the review count. You know, I'm really articulate. Okay, Mike, I've selected a name. Are you ready for me to? Oh well, Mike, I can tell you this. It's the 59th person. To leave a review. Okay. Are you ready for me to look at the name of the person who will be catching up with catching up next week with Mike and Joe? Yeah. 
I have looked at the name of the person who will be catching up with Catching Up next week with Mike and Joe. Mike, are you ready for me to tell you the name of the person who will be catching up with Catching Up next week with Mike and Joe? Yep. Mike, the name of the person who will be catching up with Catching Up next week with Mike and Joe by either telephone or Skype, though I prefer telephone, at a mutually agreed upon time, the name of that person is... That's not how I say it. Go. The person who will be catching up with Mike and Joe is... PJ Tran. Oh, I know who that is. And I know that he listens, so that, that should be a good conversation. Don't they um, all listen in theory? No, we've had a couple of uh, people. I know. There were like two or three. We that... had a dry spell there. But luckily, last uh, mini episode, we uh, pulled the name for Kevin McClurg. And we talked with Kevin McClurg this past week. And that went really well, right? It did. It went very well. Um, He lives... Mm-hmm. Wait, where does he live? Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. And it was an interesting... Uh, conversation about like what he does there and um i was i feel a little bit bad because i was walking and i've done this before but uh yes i remember this yeah so mike it sounded like a sound effects show like it sounded like you were doing like hey guys i'm walking (laughs) oh hold on for a second i'm gonna go into the grocery store And then how, did, like, how did you do that noise? <laughs> how did you do that? I can't tell you my Foley artist tricks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so all this, it was just ridiculous. So Mike had to go on mute at one point, which I loved because then it was Joe Batance by himself talking to Kevin McClurg. Yeah. Which we learned about a lot of, a lot of information. He works for a, a college in Kentucky. He, um, and he has a husband mm-hmm. and I always have to be careful because then Mike's like, why did you say that? Well, like we say, like, we'll catch up with you off the air and we never tell these people that, I don't know. I feel like we should ask we what we can and can't say. I think we used to ask that at the beginning. Yeah. And you kind of just get a feel. Some people are like really private, but then he like seemed when, kind of private when we talked to like Christina from greetings from nowhere. Like, yeah. I read her social security number on the th- on the yeah, <laughs> like all her life is pretty open, so it wasn't like we were telling her secrets. But I just feel like Kevin's life is not really out there, so I don't want to be the person that puts it out there. He should be able to do that. So yeah, but he listens to our show. Uh, he's one of those people that found us through what some would call lies, and yeah, whatnot. available at what some would call lies dot com. And um, there was a really good point in this, the the conversation where um, after – so I walked through the grocery store and um, I told them about something that happened in the grocery store. And then I was like, I'm sorry. That was actually the the most pathetic, lame story ever. And then Kevin said, you know what? That kind of reminds me of one of your What Some Would Call Lies episodes, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I totally agree with them. 
that was funny. Uh, my favorite part was um, it got to the point in the in the phone call where I said, um, oh, "Okay, uh, Kevin, do you have any questions about the show? Have we answered all your questions?" And he goes, "Actually, I, I do have a question for you guys." And uh, I go, "Okay, what is it? Shoot!" And he goes, "What can you tell me about Bitcoin?" <laughs> and then we went to this Bitcoin explanation. Yeah, have we ever talked about Bitcoin on the show? I don't think so. I think it might have been so. What you didn't mention is right before you said, do you have any questions for us? The phone call dropped. So I, I got dropped off the call. So I didn't hear him actually ask. He might have been, it might have been like a a joke, right? Yeah, he did have a very dry sense of humor. Yeah, I liked it. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Does Rock Pile need to be jealous? No, I'm just saying I liked his sense of humor. Oh, it was funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's kind of weird, Joe, and if if this episode that you and I are recording at this exact moment, if this episode had already been published, I would have thought for sure my friend Celeste had heard it. Um, I went to dinner with my friend Celeste last night, and we're sitting there eating our burritos, and she says, uh, Mike, do you, what do you know about Bitcoin? <laughs> and I said, what? And I'm like, why do you ask me that? And she's like, I don't know. You just seem like you probably like at least know what they are. And so I said, like, it's so weird that you say this because blah, blah, blah. So her husband just bought one. Oh, really? Um, yeah, he got it for like 700 bucks. And I guess they're kind of bouncing all over the place because of the yeah. China stuff. So once China like decided that they weren't allowed, the price dropped drastically. So he went in on one just well, just four. Oh, I see. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay, do we have any other thing? What else do we do on the show? Um, I like how we were gone for three up. weeks and we act like, what? what is this thing? <laughs> when I published or uh, did the final editing to the last episode, I swear to God, I was like confused. I had no idea what I was doing anymore. It was really difficult. I, I went through the same thing when I had to edit it for the first time. Yeah. I was like, what do we do here? Um, what else do we do on this show, though? Really? I think that's it. Oh, my God, really? Okay. Do we have outtakes? Are you going to put outtakes at the end of the show? No outtakes. Pretty much everything was in the show. Okay. All right, Joey. We've gotten good at this. Nice catching up with you. Oh, wait. Guys, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher, it's now time for... You're going to miss Catching Up After Dark. Yeah. Which is the name of our show after the show. Remember? Right, Mike? That's the name of our show. Whatever the you show? call it, whatever you want. Catching go, up after dark. Okay. So this is where we discuss uh, some cool shit. Yeah, we should call it catching up untucked. <laughs> Why don't we call it instant chatification? Because <laughs> that's where we go to the chat room and you can talk yeah. to us instantly. Okay. And I'm gonna call myself Luke. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna call you Edward. <laughs> Okay. Sounds All right. good. All right. All right. Uh, bye, Joe. Nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. In the fall of 2012, my ward Jose's life was spinning out of control, and he didn't know how to make it stop. So, who do you turn to when your life is in a downward spiral? Hi, my name is Joe Batanz, and I tell what some would call lies. 
Um, I really love telling stories. I, I, love, love, I love telling, telling stories. stories. What some would call lies. 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 Vomit. You lying son of a gun. Kinda creepy son of a son of a son of a bitch. He said. She said. I said. What the hell? Liar liar pants on fire. I love your dress. I'm not making this up. You are a goddamn liar. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> I love telling stories. And this story, in particular, I get to retell as accurately as I see fit. It was Monday night and I was making my way to a weekly lecture by Marianne Williamson. Described as a self-help guru, Marianne, as I like to call her, offers weekly lessons based on a book that she didn't write called The Course in Miracles. The course had helped me through some tough times, and I made it a practice to attend the lectures on a weekly basis. I was making my way to the lecture when I got a call from Jose. He was stranded on a corner with no money on Wilshire Boulevard. He wanted to know if there was a way I could pick him up. Coincidentally, I happened to be on Wilshire Boulevard. I was a few miles away from the theater where the lectures take place. Ironically, Jose was on the part of Wilshire Boulevard commonly known as the Miracle Mile. And boy, was he in need of a miracle. When I picked up Jose, he was really upset. The previous weekend, he had gone to a party with some friends in a bad part of town. There were gang members at this party, and Jose could feel himself getting involved with some bad people. On his way home, his car caught fire. He had to abandon his car and find another way home. Jose worked for a bike shop in East LA. After his car caught fire, he borrowed a bike so he could go to school. The very next day, someone stole the bike, lock and all, from outside of the lecture hall. Now Jose was getting around on bus. When Jose walked off the bus and after it had left, Jose noticed that his wallet was gone and must have fallen out of his pocket on the bus. And that was when Jose called me. A miracle, as defined by the Course, is a shift in perception. It's about taking a look at the world around you, taking a look at your problems, and instead of approaching the world from a negative, fear-based perception, you shift into a positive perception based on love. Jose was so distraught that he could only see the world with a negative slant. And the world was given negativity right back to him. I told Jose that through his poor decisions, decisions I have chosen to omit from this story, he was manifesting all of these negative events. Don't you see, I told Jose, the universe is trying to send you a message. How, he asked. Pay attention. Your car caught on fire. Your bike got stolen. You lost your wallet on the bus. The universe has seen the direction you're going in and is trying to tell you to stop and turn around. Jose waved me off. I told him that I was on my way to see Marianne, and so if he wanted a ride to his friend's house, he was going to have to wait until after the lecture. He reluctantly agreed to my terms. I know you don't want to go, I said, but pay attention. You might learn something. Then I smacked him on the back of the head. I have this cousin. His name is Richard. He's a week younger than I am, and he's gay. He met us at the lecture. Jose sat down with us in the theater, squirming in his seat as Marianne started everything off with a short meditation. Then Marianne said, Tonight we're going to talk about chaos. How many of you have chaos in your life? 
Jose looked at me. Jose was supposed to go to a house of an actor friend that night. Jose's friend was having a big party, and Jose was going to spend the night. On the way to Marianne, he swore to me he would wake up in time to make it across town to his 8 a.m. class. I was dubious. After the Marianne lecture, Jose exited the theater, called his friend, and told him he wouldn't be able to make it to the party. Richard lived within walking distance of Jose's school, so he offered to let Jose sleep on his couch and Jose could walk to school in the morning. Jose took him up on his offer. He went to bed early and woke up the next day and walked to class. The next morning, Jose called me. He was ecstatic. When Jose exited the class, sitting right there in front of the classroom was his bicycle. It had the original lock. It was in perfect condition. So Jose simply entered the combination and rode away on the bike. Not too far from the school, Jose got a phone call from the bus company. Turned out a good Samaritan had turned in his wallet. Jose was flabbergasted. I wasn't surprised at all. The universe saw that you're going in the right direction, I told him, and it said, you can have your stuff back. Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, yeah, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 um,